At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, you know what today is? It's Tuesday here on the show, and uh, you don't know what that means. Usually we know what that means. It's like Ron and everything like that, but yesterday I told y'all to buckle up! And I hope you buckled up, because we got two gigantic stories to talk about here today. The departure of Cody and Brandy Rhodes, founders of AEW from AEW. And the alleged return after 19 years of Stone Cold Steve Austin to have a wrestling match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. We're going to talk about both of those stories in the opening segment of the show. But I do want to start with best wishes to the friends and family of former WWE, WCW, ECW referee Mickey J passed away at the age of 59 as a result of complications from COVID pneumonia. So, as I mentioned a couple of days ago, I mean, for a lot of people, they feel like this whole thing's over, but it's not over. And uh, Mickey J passed away as a result of COVID and uh, 59 years old, as noted. He was trained by Steve Kern and Mike Graham, referee his first match, 1987, Florida Championship Wrestling, competed as an enhancement talent in 92 on Superstars and Wrestling Challenge. Remember seeing him as an enhancement talent for WWE and uh, began work with WCW 92, did not come to WWF after the company was bought in 2001, although they did bring him over in 2005, worked Raw, SmackDown, and ECW over four years Head official of both SmackDown and ECW during his tenure. Had health issues beginning in 2008. Pulled off the road. Released in 2009. Honored by the Cauliflower Alley Club. The Charlie Smith Referees Award in 2018. So all the best to the friends and family of Mickey J. Very sad story. And we shall return in a moment with more Observer Live. Love. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. I'm Mike Sabravivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Holy smokes, I made the mistake of going into the YouTube chat. God bless you folks on YouTube, but some of you in the chat, holy smokes. And do you know that if you have a friend who is a geek, have I got the cameo for you? My own cameo! F4W Online on Cameo. I'll make it worth your while, as I have for the last 24 straight hours now. I already had to raise the price, but still a value at $35. I promise you, it's $35? a value. $35? I promise you it's a value. If it were $100, I promise you it's a value. Because I, I don't go halfway with these cameos, brother. I Dude. do not go halfway. So, uh, somebody send me 20 bucks. I will cuss you out properly. Don't yeah. worry about what Brian will do. Not as well as I will. That's oh, the key. Oh, you want to bet? Now, listen. Let's talk Get about this. Generations of Let's talk about this, this cameo. Themselves. I mean, this uh, Cody Rhodes thing right here. Not cameo, Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. All right, listen. This is Ow. mostly for you blokes on YouTube that don't know. Can I say ass, Dom? You don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Listen. B-H. It's not a work. It's not a gimmick. Cody Rhodes has left AEW. And if I had to make a prediction, I would expect that you're going to see Cody Rhodes in WWE very, very soon. Now, here's the story. If you notice yesterday, I uh, I didn't have my best show yesterday because this Cody Rhodes, I'll give you as much of the details as I can. Cody Rhodes, uh, his deal was up, and he was basically a free agent. And the story was, well, you know, he was unavailable. He actually had a, a personal issue and could not be at an episode of uh, of Dynamite or Rampage or whatever in early January. And the story was, well, you know, that's why he hasn't re-signed yet. But he's going to show up, you know, the next time he's there and he's going to sign this contract. Well, he didn't sign the contract. And they have actually had lawyers involved for a week now. I think it was last Wednesday the lawyers started to get involved. And uh, they've been involved ever since. And uh, so yesterday, yesterday at some point in the morning, I was I was given this, this uh, a very, I mean, this is as vague as it gets. It was like, big story coming today. And uh, I knew that this person who had told me this, I knew there was a big story coming. But I didn't know what it was. And uh, I was not getting any answers whatsoever. So I was like, man, you know, I couldn't even get like, is it a WWE story or is it an AEW story? So anyway, like for, you know, hours before Observer Live started, I'm just trying to figure out, like, does anyone have any idea about any of this? And actually early in the morning, I I heard about Steve Austin doing WrestleMania. But, it you know, nothing was official. And then... You know, I went and I said, is this the story? And they were like, no. So I was like, God, what in the world is the story here today? So uh, literally at exactly noon yesterday, I got a message from I have no idea who. It was just phone number. And it just said, Cody's gone from AEW. And I was like, what? And I didn't want to talk about it here on the show because I didn't know who this was. I, I didn't know anything about it. So, like, for the whole show, I'm trying to figure out, like, can anyone confirm that Cody is gone from AEW? Nobody can confirm. So I was, like, you know, half half doing the show, half trying to figure out what the hell was going on. So then in the afternoon, 
I start to uh, now I start getting answers from people. And uh, as yesterday afternoon, he was not 100 percent gone. OK, he was 99 percent gone. But the pen had not been put to paper, but it was pretty much, you know, he's gone by the end of the day was what I was told. So I was just waiting. And like, trust me, I was not the only person that knew at this point. People in AEW were talking about it. People at Raw were talking about it. But the whole point was, you know, there's nothing, there's no news yet because it's wrestling. And he very easily could have, you know, at 5 o'clock last night, gotten an offer from AEW, signed the deal, and we got no story. So I was just waiting. I was waiting, I was waiting, I was waiting. And, you know, Dave and I mentioned it a little bit last night in, in rather vague terms because, again, last night there was nothing that was done. And then, of course, I went to bed this morning. My phone's like this with cameos and uh, also the news that Cody Rhodes is is gone from AEW. So here's the deal. Cody is obviously one of the founders, and uh, they had been negotiating for a long time. His deal was up. And why did he leave AEW? I don't know why he left, but this guy is not an idiot at all. And... I don't know if you guys have been watching much WWE. I don't know if you have. I know a lot of people on the chat here. They don't, uh, they don't watch a lot of, of WWE. But the Royal Rumble, we had a, a big match. It was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Remember this match? Everybody was so excited for this match. Why? Because this was one of the only dream matches that they have left. Okay? And uh, we're going to get another one at WrestleMania. Uh, likely Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. And they had to bring Steve Austin out of retirement after 19 years to try to sell tickets for WrestleMania, which at this point, they've sold about 47,000 tickets both nights. I said the show was going to do about 55,000 both nights. And uh, as it turns out, this thing ain't even near 55,000 tickets right now. So now they're calling Stone Cold Steve Austin out of retirement after 19 years to try to get some people into these buildings. Because you got a two-night WrestleMania in a giant building. That's another story. Cody, all I've seen today is people going, two months he's going to be Stardust again. Let me tell you something. Bros, the only way this guy's Stardust again is if he wants to be Stardust and he strongly pushes to be Stardust and they agree to do what he wants. But let me tell you something about this, this Cody Rhodes deal. All I heard today... A lot of people, a lot of people in AEW, I mean, shocked that Cody is gone. Um, and uh, they were like, dude, he had everything here. You know, he was an EVP, he had a job for himself and his wife. They were founders, could have a job for the rest of his life. You know, he's still going to run the Nightmare Factory, by the way. But, uh, you know, he's always going to be a, a push talent in AEW. Why would he leave? And, you know, those stories that we'd heard for, uh, you know, way back about, oh, the EVPs aren't even talking, that sort of thing. Well, uh, I can tell you that uh, the EVPs were getting along great for, like, the last year. There was no issue with, like, Cody and the Bucks and Kenny. They were getting along better, I think, than they probably ever had. It was the impression that I was given. So why would he leave? Well, I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but everybody's going one way. All these guys debuting at AEW, they're all guys that were in WWE. It's all one way. Nobody is going the other way. This company grossed a billion 
dollars. Okay. Do you know how much money? I don't know how much money Cody's making if he goes to WWE, but bro, we're talking. I think easy three and a half, four million a year. They may even be giving this guy five million dollars a year. Five million dollars a year for Cody Rhodes is a bargain for WWE finally getting somebody to go from one place to the other and not somebody like, you know, no disrespect to Swole, but, you know, Swole's gone. I mean, this is an EVP founder of the company that WWE can bring over that they can, quote, raid, and they're going to pay out the ass for Cody. And it will be a bargain to get an EVP from and you know what you don't do with a guy that you're paying like four or five million you don't put him in the stardust costume and bury him now down the road down the road okay two three four years down the road five years down the road or whatever do i think that at some point if vince is still around he's gonna wanna in some way you know uh, maybe but bro he ain't paying four or five million dollars to bury this guy this guy is gonna be a top star he's gonna be a push star He's going to be in big matches with the biggest guys. He ain't going to be losing. And if you think that uh, he can't make it there, we can talk about that after the break. And get Mike's thoughts as well. Back in a moment. Super Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. One last thing, then we'll go to Mike here. So, uh, a lot of people, I just see it. Yeah. He ain't going to make it. They're going to bury him. Listen, first off, I don't even know if he's going to WWE, but I'm pretty confident he's going to end up in WWE. And as far as, like... You know, will Cody make it or not? Oh, well, look at how he's used the last time. Oh, yeah, he's making huge money, I'm sure, as Stardust compared to what he's going to make as Cody Rhodes, former AEW founder, coming into WWE. But you guys remember when uh, when Cody left WWE and he went to work uh, the indies and et cetera, et cetera, and all we heard was he ain't ever going to make it. He's never going to make it. Well, he made it. Not only did he make it, but he made it big, and he made it all the way to the very top, creating the first legitimate competition for WWE since... And he wasn't the only one, obviously, but he was a, he was a key part of it. But uh, the fact of the matter is, like, if you think that uh, 
you know, this guy can't make it in WWE. If you think that, uh, you know, it's ex- that's, this is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing that people said when he left WWE. So we'll wait and see. I mean, no one, no one predicted Cody going to WWE in the prediction contest this year. He didn't make the Royal Rumble, though. I want to throw that in there. But I think that he might be making another very big WWE show coming up soon. But we shall see. What are your thoughts on this, Mike? Could he be the Texan that Kevin Owens no. is talking about? We just talked about that earlier. It's Steve Austin. I know. Texan? I, I just, still amazes me. Well, maybe he'll just completely, like, you know, maybe he can be Dusty Dust. Remember when Goldust did that? Oh, he could be Dusty please. Dust. Forget about Stardust. That's what he could be, and he could face off against Kevin Owens for the, the pride of the state of Texas, even though he's from the state of Georgia, I believe it is, uh, his entire life. But, hey, if this money is enough where you are now, I would assume, severing a relationship with Turner the Roads to the Top show was an AEW show, not a TNT show. There is the Go Big show, so you do have that. But he's not stupid that way. He obviously has been wanting and has always been very aware of his surroundings and trying to build something outside of wrestling. So is a move to WWE beneficial to him because he'll have the ability to have his show on Peacock? Is that because that to me has got to be playing into this. I don't believe that Cody Rhodes looks at anything as just pro wrestling. How does it benefit Cody Rhodes? How does it benefit Brandy? How does it benefit generations of his family? I honestly think he, I, I think he looks at the wrestling business a lot like that, as opposed to what match can I have at what certain place? So if he's going to WWE, okay, if he's not, and I guess there's the possibility that he's not, then I guess, then what? Does he become, is this a ring of honor? Does he decide to play the field because he feels so confident in his ability to do things away from wrestling that he doesn't feel the need to be tied down? Or he feels that it's too much trouble and not worth the headache? People have reported in the past and have, I shouldn't say reported, certainly have presented in the past on podcasts and different situations that Cody has had a rough relationship sometimes and has been sandpapery with the rest of AEW management. So I, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but if he's going back to WWE, to me, it's got to be somehow beneficial to him as far as doing other projects related to but not directly associated with wrestling because I don't see why you would give all of that up because you're having a a headache with AEW or you're not really happy with the way the fans are treating you. The fans are going to treat you the same way no matter where you go. You're not going to walk into WWE, face off against the Miz and Maurice, and be cheered by the entire fan base. There's going to be people that are naturally going to cheer Miz and Maurice and boo you. So, I mean, I don't know what the end game actually is here, but in his mind, it's got to be beneficial to him. Dude, I'll tell you what the end game is. It's patently obvious. Cash, this guy, This guy, not even cash, although cash I'm sure is a big part of it, but uh, this guy here has no shortage of belief in himself, okay? It's true. And listen, I would I have not talked to Cody about this, but I would bet you dollars to donuts 
Mm, that Cody Rhodes is looking at this situation and going, you know what? I can be maybe not the top guy, although, I mean, maybe Cody thinks he can be the top guy, but at the very least, like the guy right underneath Roman Reigns. And maybe he thinks he can be even above Roman Reigns long term. I can be Paul. They I can finally be Paul on Paul's property. have anybody. Finally, Brandy they can be making, Steph. They aren't making oh, any new God. stars. Oh, it's the God. same stuff on top. He's, oh, I think, 36 years old. So mm. he's significantly younger than all their other main eventers. And mm. he probably believes I can walk in there. They're going to give me like $5 million a year or whatever. I'm going to be a top guy. Can I finish this? I'm going to be a top guy making the most money I've ever made my career in, you know. Listen, Cody was a big star, a huge star in AEW. Was he the top star in AEW? No. And they've got so many big names, and they've got so many guys coming up that he may well have thought, you know what? I can actually be a bigger star in WWE than I can ultimately be here for more money right now. And I can prove a lot of people wrong, and I can I can do this. If you don't think this guy's confident and could have thought something like that, I mean, just look at his career. That's the entire story of his career when he left WWE, was dreaming big, and there isn't one fan that thought that he would achieve a level, that he didn't achieve a significantly higher level than that. Nobody thought he was going to leave and and create, essentially help create a a, a second major national. Nobody thought that. Not one single person thought he was going to do that, and he did it. So, I mean, I'm not saying that he will do that, but if you don't think that that's his mindset, think again. Hey, he has played everything right so far from the time that he was released and he had... You know, the picture of his hand there with the pen and the list of people he he was going to face and the little ashtray there and everything. And, you know, his side ventures with those cigars that he's played into and obviously latching on. Some people say joining up with others would say the Young Bucks, what they did with Ring of Honor, Kenny Omega, all that sort of stuff into New Japan, got to punch open those doors, got his wife involved in the business, got her to be a regular fixture of things. Then they start that company. He's into that, gets his side pride. He loves to workshop things, loves to workshop his pro wrestling. Obviously, that comes from the fact that he wants to be an actor. He's tied in with different things. He gets to do all of that sort of stuff. And now... I guess he's going to pay off for all that sort of stuff and really cash out from WWE. But again, I it is very difficult for me to believe that there's not going to be some sort of benefit that has got nothing to do with pro wrestling. And it's going to be interesting for me to see what that is if he goes to WWE. But with that said, I may have made a joke about it right there. But that whole thing about coming back after the, all that nonsense with the the throne and the sledgehammer and all of the parallels and things that people have pointed out and drawn lines between those two families and those two couples for him to go back to WWE. I'll say this, Cody Rhodes, he's got cojones and his wife has got him too. He's got an incredibly thick skin and I love his hustle and I'll give him that because 
He's going to go in there, and there's going to be people. They're booing him now. There's going to be people relentlessly on Cody, whether they just be WWE fans or people that just love to ride him now. It's going to be, hey, and who knows? Maybe people lose their minds for him, but I I, got to give it to him. He does. If they're going back there, he's got a set for sure. Well, hey, listen, I don't know what they're going to do, but you know what I do know because I deal with them every day? There's a lot of WWE diehards. There's a lot of stand-up for WWE blokes out there. And you know what? Somebody walking out of the enemy to come and grace them with his presence, they may go nuts for this guy. They may see him as the greatest folk hero ever, that he he walked out of AEW and came home. The Ballad of Cody Rhodes. Yes. But I got a question for you. Don't think that can't happen, everybody. Got a question for you, though. There is money to be made as we go into WrestleMania weekend. Is this, I made a joke on Twitter, is this roads to the showboat? Is this roads to the collective? Is this roads to WrestleMania weekend where Cody Rhodes is here, there, and everywhere cashing in on the fact that he is Cody Rhodes before he goes back to WWE? I mean, he can do whatever he wants, dude. Would you? I mean... If you had that option, would you? How would you look at that? Are you afraid of getting injured? Do you want to take the big thing? Do you Get think injured. WWE just says? I don't do well, any no, matches seriously. at all. What are you talking about? I don't know what his physical state is. Facing Effie and Jeff Jarrett in a three-way? So anyway, that's the Cody Rhodes story, everyone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, Excellent. falling into the wayside. But it does look like, as noted earlier, Steve Austin is coming back to wrestle Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. 57-year-old Stone Cold Steve Austin. Crazy. Because they need to sell tickets for these two nights. Hmm, who said that might be a problem with two straight nights of WrestleMania in a giant building? Will you stop? I said that. We, I know. I was Jeez. ridiculed and mocked. God, he just redlined everything. Ridiculed and mocked. and Nobody ridiculed and mocked you. Nobody. Uh, just, you know, Dave on the show. Oh, they'll easily. Uh, it's going to be an easy 80000 Both nights, he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Now, it probably will end up being 80000 He can mock me again, but I didn't have to bring back Stone Cold Steve Austin to be right on my prediction. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. All right, a couple of news notes, and we'll tell you what's on Raw tonight, or last night. Tonight's NXT. NXT. 
Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Unsci-fi. So, Vengeance uh, Day. That should do great. Uh, SmackDown, 2.231 million viewers, up 3.7% from the February 4th episode, so that's a good number. Rampage, 549,000 viewers, up 1.7%, although uh, 0.19 and 18 to uh, 49, so they were 10th on cable, which is uh, not fantastic, but, you know, everyone's everyone's suffering going up against the uh, the Olympics. And uh, the raw number on sci-fi, who could be bad. We'll see. Actually, uh, there was good and bad stuff on the show, I guess. Uh, we had Tommaso Ciampa on the Raw show last night, setting up tonight's uh, Vengeance Day show, also on Sci-Fi. The show last week did 400,000 viewers, so I got a great idea. Let's not delay it a week, so it's on the USA Network. Let's air this big show on Sci-Fi. Get 400,000 viewers in a .07 in 18-49. to 49. We've got MSK versus the Creed's finals of the Dusty Classic Pete Dunn, Tony D'Angelo, weaponized steel cage match. Toxic Attraction versus Indy and Persia for the women's tag team titles. Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes for the North American title. And Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar for the NXT title. That is the lineup for the show tonight. When do the Olympics come to an end? Because I could see them airing this at some point on USA next week before the new episode comes on. I could see them doing that and then trying to say that, hey, between combined viewership, this is what this show did. We've also got uh, Dynamite tomorrow. We have uh, the announcement. CM Punk is going to announce when and where at the upcoming Revolution pay-per-view, CM Punk will be facing MJF in their rematch. That's tomorrow. Plus, we have Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen for the TNT title, Jericho and Jake Hager versus Santana and Ortiz, Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty, Thunder Rosa, and Mercedes Martinez in a no-disqualification match. We have Wardlow versus Max Caster, and then uh, the CM Punk announcement. You know, I just realized with the Brandy gone, we're never going to get the... Uh, we're going to find out where that Brandy Rose Dan Lambert angle was going to go. Who will replace Brandy in this storyline? Hmm. No one? Okay. Who do you think? I have no idea. That's who why I asked you. you. Uh, who would you suggest? Who would you throw out there? Well, bro, who I don't even know where the damn thing was going, so I can't even make any predictions. So why are you throwing it to me, then? I don't know. Because if I don't throw it to you, everyone yells at me, and I don't let you talk. Thunder Rosa? There you go. Thunder Rosa. But, Except she's yeah, feeding with Brit. I gotta no, finish but that there's the first. whole thing. You'd be a whole nother, you know, roadblock in there against uh, her, her shot to get to Brit. You continue to build that up. Brit continues to face... Other people, there's a zillion women that she could face and have a good feud with because of the type of personality she's with. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen with her and Jamie Hayter and Mercedes Martinez right now. Obviously, they have a very uneasy relationship between the three of them with them going after Thunder Rosa. So who knows what could happen? All right, let's quickly talk about this Raw show. Let's get it over with. Open with the total by the number segment. Everybody in the men's chamber came out to talk. Lashley comes out. Then Rollins comes out. Then Riddle comes out. Then Austin Theory comes out. Then AJ comes out. Then Lashley and Brock Lesnar have these this argument. And you'll never guess what happens. I'll give you a hint. We know we need to push young stars. Figure it out. Brock Lesnar absolutely destroyed Austin Theory and made him look like the biggest geek. Is what happened. 
We had Tomas Ciampa showing up to do commentary for Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude. Ziggler's showing up in NXT, so Ciampa's here to uh, cut promos on him. Leading to Ziggler's team losing after Robert Rude gets pinned with the big Montez Ford splash off the top. Just 50-50-50-50. Nobody gets over. We had the Broga party backstage, which, I mean, hey, listen, everybody. I mean, I, I predicted this, and it also came true. Our toga party that we had for the WrestleMania 9 recap on the Brian and Vinny and Craig show last week, way better than this Broga party. They didn't do anything. It was a total waste of time. Except maybe Carmel and that toga. Other than that, complete waste of time. Then we had uh, the Austin segment, the build. Kevin Owens is a promo. He doesn't like these blokes from Texas. So uh, remember that one time that I said, this is so amazing, actually, when I think about it. I once did this thing on Twitter, and, uh, you know, AW had moved out of primetime on the West Coast, and they were they were airing at, like, 5 o'clock p.m. or something on the West Coast, and so the Dynamite number was down. And we'd explained over and over again, Dynamite number is going to be down as long as the show is airing live on the West Coast. When it goes back to primetime on the West Coast in January, the number is going to go up again. So, you know, my timeline is just filled with, you know, dunderheads, you know, acorn-brained hadrosaurs. So I did a poll, and I said, this was in, this was in uh, like, the second week of December. Why, I said, is the dynamite number down? Is it because, A, the show is now wearing live on the West Coast, or, B, because the ship is sinking? This was a very simple IQ test. Do you remember the results, Mike, of this IQ test? I, I don't. You weren't paying actually. attention. No, the results of this IQ test were that 39% of my followers thought that the ship was sinking. Which, actually, I was impressed that 61% of my followers were smart enough to realize why the dynamite numbers were down. But anyway, it was, uh, you know, 39%. 39% were stupid. 61% were smart. Well, Kevin Owens, there was a poll for WWE.com. Remember last week when Kevin Owens was sarcastically talking about how much he loved Texas? Well, they did a poll on Twitter, and they said, do you believe that Kevin Owens loves Texas, or is he lying? Well, the same percentage, 39% of people thought that he loved Texas. So it appears that I can safely say that a whopping 39% of wrestling fans on Twitter are absolute complete morons. It is now scientifically proven. 40% of the people in this poll thought that Kevin Owens actually loved Texas. So Kevin Owens comes out here and goes, I lied. I hate Texas. These idiot Texans, and he buries Texas, and he makes fun of their accent, and he laughs. This is the build after 19 years to the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Damian Priest, AJ Styles, four minutes. AJ went for the springboard. Damian avoided it, rolled him up and pinned him. So after four straight losses, Damian Priest got a win again. AJ shook his hand. You know, a championship match, four minutes. I didn't like it. Alexa Bliss has, uh, get this, her psychiatrist explains 
you've been cured of this whatever it was. You remember when she was, uh, you know, all creepy and everything like that? He goes, you've been cured. And to remain cured, all you have to do is carry a doll around for the rest of your life. This guy saw her coming. So anyway, now apparently she's back to the wrestler Alexa Bliss as long as she carries a doll. Because they still want to carry dolls. She's a grown woman who's now just a wrestler, but she has to carry a doll to remain cured. Not making this up. Yesterday, everyone was asking, where's Omos? How come Omos isn't around? Did Vince sour on Omos? Well, he's back. Beat Cedric and Shelton in a minute. Nothing to it. <laughs> then we had Reggie and Dana Brooke on a, on a Valentine's Day dinner. Okay? Bro, don't even shake your head, Mike. This was awesome. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't throw me into like something negative here. I would like this. I saw so, you shaking your head back there. I have no... <laughs> Jesus. Here's what yeah. happened, everybody. So last week... Reggie and Dana are doing something or other, and he gets lost in her eyes. He loves her, but it's unrequited love. She just wants to be friends. But they go out on a date for Valentine's Day. So they're on the date, and Akira Tozawa, Tamina show up, and there's the big chase scene, and Reggie helps Dana escape again. And and uh, they ditch the heels, and Dana goes, Oh, Reggie, you saved me again! And she hugs him, and she gives him a big kiss. He's been led on one too many times. He says, Hold on a second, Dana. I know you say you just want to be friends. But I, you know, I want to take this to the next level. And she goes, Oh, Reggie, I didn't mean to lead you on. I just want to be friends. I don't want to take it to the next level. Can we just stay friends? And Reggie looks at her, and he goes, just want to be friends? She says, yes. And he goes, all right. Friends. They shake hands, and he rolls her up, and he pins her. I died at that payoff. It was so good. And Reggie was fantastic in this segment. I thought this was just, they have so many segments that are, like, bereft of creativity. This one, I did not see it coming. But when you watch it, it was like, well, of course he rolled her up and pinned her. She just wants to be friends. I loved it. This segment was great. Becky Lynch contract signing. I don't want to hear it. This is just dumb. Becky's out there dressed like a homeless person. She hasn't changed her clothes. She hasn't slept. She hasn't showered. Like, she's not afraid of Ronda Rousey, but she's so devastated that Lita wants to challenge her for the title. It was like a clown show. It was like something you'd see in some Shakespeare. It was so bad. And uh, anyway, they're, they're going to have a match. Rhea Ripley, gauntlet. She uh, They were doing the gauntlet with the women. The uh, winner goes in last. Rhea Ripley beats Nikki Ash. Nobody cared. Nothing but rest holds. Rhea Ripley beat Liv Morgan. More rest holds. Then Rhea Ripley faced Dewdrop. This match. They only got five minutes, but I thought they worked together great. I thought this was an excellent match. Rhea pins her with the riptide. Now the crowd's into the match. Bianca then comes out for the final match of the gauntlet. Rhea's uh, in there a total of 32 minutes she's in the gauntlet. So, of course, I knew she wasn't winning because, you know, might get her over. But they go back and forth. Real good match. Bianca finally pins her. Bianca's going into the gauntlet match. I really like this segment. I thought this was good stuff. 
We had uh, one of those infuriatingly long segments. Chad Gable was really good, but he talked for about nine hours uh, to get heat. And then they did Alpha Academy versus Ray and Dominic non-title match. The whole point of Chad Gable's promo was that he's not a cheater. He never has cheated in his life. And then, of course, he pins Dominic by pulling the, the tights because he's a hypocrite. I uh, I enjoyed this. And then finally, the main event of the show, Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Two professional wrestlers having a professional wrestling match. If you like professional, professional wrestling matches, have I got the match for you? They uh, they did their deal. And then, uh, of course, there was outside interference, distraction by Alpha Academy and Riddle. Randy Orton is distracted. He gets back in the ring. He gets stomped. He gets pinned. And so uh, Seth Rollins laughing his way into the elimination chamber. He wants to win the title and uh, head to WrestleMania. Mike, any thoughts on this show very quickly? You know, not really. You kind of covered everything there except for really how bad that Lita segment was. It just kills me. Why isn't she pissed off? Why isn't she pissed off that Ronda dismissed her as Rebecca and thought she was not only secondary, but, I mean, just completely somebody to dust off on the way to Charlotte now that she's back. And, I mean, now now Lita comes back and she's inside her feelings. I mean, this whole thing with her, was it to add a layer to her heel character? Whatever it is, it just it's so dumb it just doesn't work and it's silly and it doesn't help her at all the pluses like you mentioned about the 24 7 bit montez ford there were some good things but austin theory was a joke he was a geek someone give me a cameo you know as i mentioned before the break this austin theory what a geek and i know that all of you listening right now know a geek or two and boy, have I got the cameo for you, if that's the case. F4W Online. Or Brian Alvarez. Just go to that, that cameo site and or app. And for a low, low price of $35, boy, will I let them know what a geek they are. I was actually amazed because today, right before we did the show, um, I got my first cameo request that was not a burial of someone's friend. It was actually a nice cameo. I, I recorded it 10 times. I couldn't get it right. I was so used to burying people. I couldn't do a nice cameo. So uh, for the guy that had the nice cameo request, I'll get it done at some point. This one's been hard. never realized how much people don't like their friends. That's what I've learned from having cameo. Everyone doesn't Apparently. like their friends. They hate him $35 worth, apparently, which is very, very good for Well, they hated him $10 worth. Well, yeah, well, now they really got to hate him. <laughs> They're really going to be hating him for 35 But uh, uh, what would you say to filthy Tom Lawler uh, as a cameo who's going to be here with me tomorrow doing the show as you're off to Hawaii? Well, you know, I'd, I'd say that uh, you better make sure you plug his New Japan thing because that's the only reason he's coming on with you. Oh, yeah? The, yeah. uh, the the meet and greet? Because you're uh, a virtual, geek! The virtual signing? Yes. Thanks, Brian. Virtual yeah, that, signing tomorrow. Is that what you right. get for 35 <laughs> yeah. bucks or but 10 I, bucks? I call you a geek for longer. I give you your money's worth. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, do you, are you giving back change on this? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bro, you don't know how long I can go on calling folks a geeks. Oh, my I can God. I can go for hours. You got about $4.48 worth of content, don't you? I don't want to give away all my geeks for free on the air, though. <laughs> you got to pay for those. Hey, we're out of time. I'll see y'all when I'm in Hawaii here in a couple days. Mike's taking over tomorrow. I'll be back on Thursday. Lots of stuff coming up. Check it out. I'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.
You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.